Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. As we look ahead to game week 23, I have waited 84 years to be able to say welcome to game week 23 after the longest game week in FPL history. My name is Joe and today we'll have a look to see who is due a goal or an assist according to Fantasy Football Scouts goals and assists imminent tables. Uh, no Tom this time around, uh, it's just me uh, and you in the live chat as well so you're going to have to help me be my co-presenters um, so let me know and also just let me know if you can see and hear me in the live chat as well I know quite a few of you are here so far um, also let me know if it's sort of um, echoing or anything like that because I don't usually live stream on my own I'm usually with someone else um, so um, I've got no headphones in so uh, let's see how that goes uh, let us know um, but welcome to Andy Ivan TSL Pratik uh, Sukhan, FPL copycat, many more. Thanks for joining us in the live chat. Do remember to press that like button, it really helps us out. Um, only six likes, many of you here, but um, only six likes. So um, yeah, do press that like button. Do remember to subscribe as well to make sure you can keep up to date with our latest videos and podcasts. Um, everyone in the live chat saying they can hear me loud and clear. I'm so loud and clear that Leroy has appeared in the live chat and saying greetings from South Africa. So my voice really is carrying quite well all the way from Somerset in England. Um, also, just a reminder as well um, to do check out Fantasy Football Scout. Um, for the latest um, a, a membership offers there. There's a seven-day free trial that's going on at the moment. Um, so do have a look at that. Um, you can look at points, projections, expert team reveals, um, and thousands of Opta stats as well. So well worth looking at that. Um, what we're going to do today, um, we're going to look briefly at how we're getting on on Game Week 22 so far, and how our tables did. Um, we had that show back on Tuesday, only a couple of days ago. Um, we'll look at those 23 tables um, and there's a, a, a big name at the top of the goals imminent table. Um, I'll reveal my early team thoughts as well uh, and transfer plans. Um, and also I'll take some questions uh, at the end as well. I'll basically carry on until my voice um, conks out. Um, so we'll see how we go there because I'm, I'm used to having uh, Tom here. I can just hand over to Tom and he can... Uh, regale us with lots of stats and stuff so just just me this time um okay let's have a look and see how we are getting on in in uh game week 22 so i've got the goals and assists imminent tables that we put up ahead of this game week and we've had some success so far it's just there's a uh, four more game uh, four more teams to play including uh wolves and bournemouth are in action tonight so we don't know how kuna uh, kuna and to um, Tavernier are going to help us um, uh, get some more points there. But um, Wilson let us down, obviously didn't turn up. Uh, Alexander-Arnold on the goals imminent table um, was a substitute. Will will he get back in the side? Because Bradley is um, uh, uh, being amazing there. Um, you would think he would get back inside somewhere. Um, Trossard, another sub. Um, so nothing from him there. Jesus, we said, would get a goal and he did. Um, so he was goals imminent and he rewarded us. Thank you very much, Jesus. Uh, Kuna, we don't know. Um, Watkins rewarded us as well. So the, the theme 
was of last week's show was do we you know keep the faith in these players that we're thinking of ditching um, because they haven't returned for a while like Watkins and Saka and then the theme of this one is patience pays off <laughs> because Watkins rewarded us with a goal and Saka to Doku. This was this surprised me because I, I thought Doku was a great differential this week. I mean, he did indeed start against Burnley. Man City were obviously the superior side. Doku looked good. They just didn't didn't fall for him. So um, uh, let us down a bit there. But overall, pretty happy with the goals imminent table, especially those Arsenal assets, Saka and Jesus and Watkins. So pr- proving that the sort of um, the patience can pay off. Um, thanks to lo- uh, those in the live chat. Press that like button, by the way. Many more of you now uh, do keep do keep pressing it. Well, obviously not the same person keep pressing it, but do if you haven't pressed it already, do press that uh, button. Um, OK, looking at the assist imminent table. Well, um, we rewarded handsomely with four goals, but just one assist. So we didn't accurately predict a lot of assists here. We did get one, though. And once again, it's that theme of patience um, paying off, patience being a virtue. So Doku's top of the list, let us down. Saka got his goal. We've already mentioned him. Trippier it was an, another name that people were thinking of getting rid of. They weren't quite sure what was going on. Perhaps he's not going to play. Will he be rotated? He was not quite performing as he'd done, which was, was that spell. I think it was sort of game week seven, eight, nine-ish, where he was getting double-digit scores every week, um, but he hasn't gone to those lengths. But nevertheless, they did impress against Villa, and he did reward owners with an assist, so uh, patience paid off there. Alvarez oh, let us down tragically. No assists there, but he did get two goals. Um, not in my team. Because, uh, as as people follow this show will know, I've bizarrely kept Haaland since <laughs> since he was born practically. Um, so Alvarez uh, got two goals there, pretty good. Oh, Bene at Luton, this is where we can get sort of smug differential points. Uh, goal for Bene at Luton. Um, so they laughed at us when we put him in the table, but there he is. Um, I'm a Brighton fan, and Luton beat us. They humbled us. Um, a combination of Brighton being bad, but it, 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 I mean, all credit to Luton there. And what was really pleasing was after the match, a lot of the Luton fans were saying they were really impressed with the Brighton fans there. And the message really from Brighton fans was, you know, we really hope you stay up and, you know, we you just beat us soundly. <laughs> um, and, and that's the way it should be, really. It shouldn't be, you know, bitter or anything like that. And I think with Brighton fans, we've been where Luton were, you know, at the foot of... You know, the Football League, we just narrowly missed out going into the National League. That's where Luton ended up. And now they've come back here. So um, Brighton fans know what it's like and the journey that Luton have been on. So it's really difficult to have any animosity there. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I hope Luton go up uh, as well. Um, and uh, Ogbené there rewarding us. Um Robertson at Liverpool um, didn't get an assist, but could do soon. Uh, we'll, remains to be seen whether he's still on the table or not. I did the table around the tables this morning, so they don't. Well, they won't include um, this, obviously the statistics uh, of the football that's going on tonight on Thursday. But it's just four teams, so this is the best we can do. You know, it's a tight turnaround. Um, we've got um, more more videos um, and podcasts on Friday. You know, team news, for example. And we've got a great and the good shows back again, which um, myself and um, uh, Greyhead are on that. And we may or may not mention Walker Gate uh, for those uh, who uh, are familiar with that saga where uh, a certain number of content creators 
were privy to information about Walker not playing for Man City and promptly um, removed him from their teams. But I didn't tell anyone else. <laughs> so we may or may not mention that because there's some names uh, involved in that in the great and the good league. So we'll mention that as well. And also there's a live Q&A with Sam and Az as well uh, tomorrow. So do check out all of those videos. We've got deadline dilemmas tonight as well. I sort of strayed off from a and just talk about all the videos that are going on. And deadline dilemmas tonight with Praz uh, and Rich as well. So do do look at that. It's one of my fave shows because um, uh, there's there's always a sense of urgency and um, uh, it gives you a good perspective of what uh, decisions we're going to face when we get that team news on Friday. Um, yeah, Robertson, let us now. Um, I'm if I can't get to Alexander Arnold, I don't have a Liverpool defender. I might go for Robertson. I'd be quite tempted by him. Um, I haven't ruled out Allison as well. Someone in the live chat. Sorry, I forget your name, but in the live in the in the live chat or the comments section rather, one of the videos I did earlier in the week was saying that the one thing um, that, that we could do for getting, say, Liverpool have a double gaming in twenty five, is to go for Allison, and so you're tapping into that Liverpool defence. You're getting a nailed on player, and I'm not quite sure I can say that about all of them with the League Cup final coming up a few days later. Um, and also it means you can just bench him as well. So you don't have that problem of perhaps spending minus four to get a full team out the following week. So you can just bench him and keep your other goalkeeper. So I, I, I haven't ruled that out either. Um, Grealish let us down. He can't get in the side at the moment. Um, but um, I'm sure we'll see him as the season progresses. Uh, Kuzevsky, I mean, lots and lots of points. Uh, uh, goals and assists for, uh, well, three <laughs> for Spurs against Brentford. So the likes of Madison, Werner, Johnson involved, but not Kulusevski. Um But um, that that was, you know, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that doesn't indicate he's a bad option or anything like that. But I think uh, the probable top targets really are going to be Richarlison, uh, Madison, God, to some extent, Werner could end up being a, a secret weapon of them there. But Kulusevski's probably fallen down the pecking order there. And Pascal Gross is next on this assignment table. Um, and he let us down. But that was Brighton in general. And I, I've got a sneaky feeling he might do all right against Palace. Um, it'd be a different proposition. We'll see a different Brighton. I mean, not necessarily in personnel, but we'll see a different motivation of Brighton there um, against Palace because it's the the bizarre M23 derby. Um, FPL Chai um, has joined us in the live chat. He's uh, I don't know which. Well, he is now eleventh in the world. Um, he's, he's sort of fluctuating between like two and twenty um, uh, at various points in the game week, but um, he's doing well. Thanks for joining us. FPL Spartans has joined us in the live chat as well. Jimmy, um, uh, Andy, Nash, uh, and many more. Um, thanks a lot for joining. Uh, mate, keeping me company. Uh, on a Thursday lunchtime. Um, okay, well, that's how we did so far on the tables. So let's have a look at. Da, 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 da. I haven't got a drum roll. <laughs> the goals imminent table for game week 23. And this is from the last four matches. More than one goal, and you're off the table in a good way. Um, and if you don't get the XG Delta stats, which means you're underperforming, um, you fall off the table in a bad way. Um, Haaland is top. Okay, so he's only played 20 minutes since December. But 
This is the last four matches they have played. So it's going on the statistics from his previous matches, obviously. So this is where he's at at the moment. And it's a useful reminder as well. De Bruyne was um, top of um, these tables, the goals and assists imminent tables for a little while. I don't think he was top, but it was certainly featured on them. And he'd only just come back from injury. And it served as a reminder. And what happened? He scores, got an assist. Last night, he got an assist as well. Really reliable uh, uh, player now. Obviously, he's not going to feature on the tables because he's returned. He's no longer imminent. He's uh, fully on the radar. Anyway, Haaland is top. Um, he uh, Over his last four matches he's played, he has only scored one goal. Um, and he's had three starts. Um, he's had five big chances, missed four of them, four shots on target, but 14 shots and 14, all of those at close range. So he is doing what he should be doing there. Um, just needs a bit more on target. I, I, I've included a little asterisk there because I wanted to include how he did last night. So um, he only got about 20, 25 minutes or so, 30 minutes um, against, uh, uh, no, yeah, about 20 minutes um, against um, Burnley. Um, and so he only had two shots, but 20 minutes. So that's a shot every 10 minutes. So if, he, if you think he's going to start and play 90 minutes, that's nine shots a game. And both of those were at close range. So nine close range shots a game is what you might better expect from him if he was to start and play the rest. It, it remains to be seen whether he's going to be starting all of those, going um, uh, to be starting the next match against Brentford. Um, he might be eased in. He might get 45 minutes. He might start and become off at 60 minutes. I, I think, though, he will share time. Um, and what happened, he actually replaced De Bruyne and Alvarez moved back into that De Bruyne role. Um, so, you know, that proves how fluid they are in attack. But it shows there are options. There's certainly options for Haaland to come on again and perhaps get even more minutes. Maybe come on at 60 minutes, maybe come on at 45, come on at half time. Um, the Brentford are going to be a tougher proposition uh, than Burnley. Um, even though Brentford are at home... Um, uh, last season, Brentford humbled Man City. Um, Pep Guardiola is not going to forget that. Um, so he's going to take this very seriously indeed. So it's all going to... Um, so it could be that Haaland is needed for more minutes, um, in which case people don't own him. will think, oh, should we get him in? Um, shall we captain him even? I am obviously own him. And that's a decision when I come to my, uh, my team thoughts. Um, that's a decision I've got to make. But anyway, Haaland is top there and that is a big name to be at the top here. Will he remain on this table? Well, I think he's going to score against Brentford myself. So I think he's going to hop off this table in a good way. Um, next up is Wilson. Uh, Newcastle injured, so probably won't play. I've included on him here just in case he miraculously is fit to play. It looks like Isaac is out for a couple of weeks. So it could be. It could be so that um, uh, that Gordon goes up front. That certainly can happen as well, which makes Gordon a great option for this week at home to Luton. Um, there was just a comment I saw in the live chat saying, oh, from Jamie here talking about Alvarez. I'll just include it. Here. So I was saying, he was saying all week um, that neither KDB or Haaland will affect Alvarez's minutes. Um, they aren't competing for positions. Alvarez is just a nailed um, and better priced. OK, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's probably got a point there. I would... I would um, in terms of price, yes. But uh, yeah, so if Haaland doesn't start, Alvarez will be up front. Uh, KDB doesn't start, Alvarez will be in that role. Um, 
will what we if we see what we haven't seen yet is Haaland and KDB together. Now, if we see that, will Alvarez come off? I suspect he will be subbed off then. Um, but you never know. Um, so that's that's the, the the issue you're facing. And also with Man City with fixtures coming up. So obviously got Brentford, they've got a Chelsea game coming up soon. Brentford again, Manchester United, Liverpool. You would you would imagine the best team has Haaland and KDB. And where does Alvarez fit into that? So that's remains to be seen as well. So yeah, I mean, so I think Jamie's sort of half right at what's been going on, but will that be the case in future weeks um there? Um Okay, yeah, Wilson. Uh, so I think Gordon could be a goals imminent, but he's obviously uh, fully on the radar as well. Um, Trossard next for Arsenal just underlines that if Trossard can get a start, he can do damage. Um, he's just had uh, three three big chances, missed two of them, but has scored in his last four matches. Um, he's had a couple of shots on target, 11 shots in total, uh, five inside the box. Uh, just two starts, though, and he's been underperforming by a goal. Um, Haaland has been underperforming, by the way, for a goal and a third of a goal, whatever that means. Same with Wilson. Um, Kuna's next. Um, FPL Spartans asked, Joe, will I be com- commissioning Gordon into your team? Uh, a-, a reference to the uh, Batman picture behind me. <laughs> um, OK, well done. Um, uh, Kuna is 5.8 million. He's still to play, so it's possible that he- his goal might arrive tonight. Um, I've got him on my Sky team, my weekly mention of my Sky team. Uh, very happy with him. Um, so, yeah, he has scored uh, once in his last four matches. Two shots on target, 10 shots, though, um, and six inside of those six inside the box. And he's always starting. And he's pretty much um, uh, a, a one behind his expect. He should have scored another goal on top of the one he already has um, there. Um, Asula for Sheffield United. I've included him here. He's... Um, now, he's an interesting one. Um, I, I I actually had to look him up. <laughs> I'm so not interested in Sheffield United players that I had to look him up. And he's been coming on um, in an attacking role. He's been getting things like 20 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes. So not nailed on. May not start, might start. If he does start, it'll probably come off as well. But, you know, it's worth it mentioning here because um, like Ogbeno and Luton, these are the sort of names we can sort of think we can get brownie points for and say, wow. Aren't we, aren't we clever for predicting returns from this player you never heard of? Um, OK, so he's got nine shots, seven inside the box. Pretty impressive from his two starts, four shots on target. He's had a big chance. And he has missed it. Um, and um, uh, Sean GP asked, Joe, are you also a Cheltenham Town follower um, as well as a Brighton fan? Yes, I am a Brighton fan, but I do follow teams that I have local connections with. For example, mighty Yeovil, the Glovers riding high in Conference League South. Uh, they beat Slough, so David Brent's troops got one hell of a hiding. Um, and yes, I do also follow Cheltenham as well. My son is at university in Cheltenham, so um, sometimes I go up there and I get to see a match because um, uh, Cheltenham's not a big place, so it's quite quite easy to walk around and get, get to the ground. Um, I will next be going to see Cheltenham against Port Vale. Um, so the Cheltenham manager used to manage Port Vale. Uh, he had a family tragedy around that time. There's a lot of support at Port Vale for him um, and at Cheltenham as well. Seems like a good guy. And um, uh, I think that'll be a nice, friendly, good-natured match. And Cheltenham is a, is, a, is a really good team. It's a really good team to watch. It's packed uh, and they're fun. It's a, a, a good, good, fun bunch of fans. So, yeah, uh, I do follow, follow them. Obviously, Brighton and my team, but uh, I'm not going to discount, you know, following some good local teams though 
Um, where were we? Uh, distracted by Cheltenham. Um, Odegaard is next. Now, now, I mean, I mean, the table includes him. No big chances. So, you know, nothing to miss there. No goals. Just one shot on target. This isn't good. But he has had nine shots. He has had four of those shots inside the box. Arsenal seem a little bit more cohesive at the moment. They seem to be scoring. You know, that, that Nottingham Forest game. They were in date, you know. Maybe at some points last season they might have missed, they might have lost that, or earlier this season they might have lost that much, um, almost did, but um, they came through that. So Odegaard, a player to monitor, wouldn't say get him in at the moment. Too many, too many other good players to get, but yeah, definitely worth um, looking at. Um, Tavernier, uh, five point four, Bournemouth once again. Uh, worth monitoring. Twelve shots. Um, he's one of those players that can get a surprise haul. Um, he's marginally underperforming his XG uh, by about half a goal. He's had four starts, so nailed on. And twelve and four of his 12 shots have been in the box. Alanga, Nottingham Forest. I like to see him on here. He's a regular. Um, he often he appears on here and then pops off again because he does quite well. He has scored in his last four matches. Just come back from injury. Um, he's had four shots on target. Two big chances in total. Obviously, score one and miss one. Um, he's had nine shots, eight inside the box. So, yeah, he's a good option. Marginally underperforming his XG as well by about half a goal. Um, elsewhere, Pereira at Fulham. Um, now, looking at Fulham's fixture, they've got Burnley next, and then Bournemouth and Aston Villa, and Manchester United, Brighton, Wolves and Tottenham. So there's potential for Fulham to score in those. Um, and it's uh, Pereira, it, once again, he's often, he, he, he can appear on these tables and he can pop off in a good way for by scoring. He has had a big chance his last four matches. He's had a couple of shots on target, 10 shots in total, and two of those inside the box. So not greatest of stats, but a player definitely to monitor. And we might need some of these players um, if we want to save a bit of money and get the likes of Haaland in. Because if you look at the cost, Haaland's 14 million. He's not in many teams. People will want him. You're going to have to make a sacrifice somewhere. Um, okay, let's move on to the assists imminent table. Okay, so it's interesting that Odegaard is there. So Odegaard was, you know, flat, I flagged him up on the goals imminent table. He's top of the assists imminent table. Um, he has got no assists in his last four matches, but he should have got a couple. And that makes that would indicate that Arsenal are improving. Um, in an attacking way, or something more cohesive. He's had 16 chances, created 16 chances, taken five corners, had five successful crosses. Um, yeah, this, this, these stats do indicate some kind of goal involvement is due soon with Odegaard. Um, and it could very well be um, this weekend against Liverpool. Big match. Uh, then you've got West Ham and then Burnley, Newcastle, Sheffield United, Brentford and Chelsea. You know, all, you know could score in any of them. Personally, I would think Odegaard one to monitor. Um, I've just seen a, a, a response from Sean, who was asking me about um, Cheltenham in the live chat. Uh, he's from Cheltenham and uh, says, come on, you Robbins. Indeed, indeed. Um, seconds uh, in this list is Pascal Gross. There was a question about Pascal Gross. I know I'm going to ask for questions at the end, um, but if I can find. Uh, uh, oh, OK. Yeah, it's Sean. Um, uh, another Sean says, hi, Joe, is it still worthwhile to hold Pascal Gross and Jao Pedro as their fixtures are still pretty good? Uh, he's also considering Gordon. OK, yeah, lots to unpack there. So, yeah, Brighton's fixtures are still good. Um, 
They have got Crystal Palace next, then Tottenham, Sheffield United during game week 25, Everton in game week 26 when we'll need our Brighton players uh, for those uh, blank fixtures that are there. Um, and then Chelsea in game week 27, Arsenal and Burnley. Um, I think with Pascal Gross, he can play in a variety of areas. Um, you know, he he's playing a, a sort of more, a, a sort of a deeper role. Um, owning him in the Sky game can be quite interesting because you can see what he gets bonus points for. He did not get bonus points for passing in the last match against Luton, but he did for tackling. So that shows that he's perhaps being in a more defensive role there. So if um, if you're considering getting Gordon in, who is at home to Luton and could be up top, I would say he is a better option than Pascal Gross at the moment um, because he just simply, you know, he's in an attacking role. And Newcastle's fixtures are really good. They've got Luton. And then after that, they've got Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, they do have Arsenal in game at 26, but then Wolves, Chelsea, Crystal Palace. Although Gordon is two yellow cards away from a two-match ban, I believe. So that is worth bearing in mind. Um, you might need to hop off him if you go for him. He asked about Pedro as well. I think I saw something today that Pedro is an injury doubt currently, but I'll be doing team news with Neil tomorrow. and We should have a bit more information about that from uh, Deserby. But um, at the moment, Pedro could be an injury doubt, which means, um, yeah, which is problems, really. So I don't know what they could do up front. Maybe we might see Ferguson and Welbeck together, um, which um, against Crystal Palace could be quite good. Um, OK, where were we? Um, Pascal Gross. Doku is next. Still on the assist imminent table. This includes last night's stats as well. He's created 12 chances last four matches. Only one corner and one successful cross. Um, so he's, but he's still creating a hell of a lot of chances there. No assists. Louisa Aston Villa, 13 corners, seven chances created, four successful crosses. I mean, these are all good, good stats for getting uh, an assist. So with Aston Villa's fixtures, they've got Sheffield United up next, then Manchester United and Fulham, Nottingham Forest, Luton, Tottenham and West Ham. Following those, um, could, could get some returns, might need to go to him um, to get um, to afford some of the other players like KDB, for example, and Haaland, I've mentioned. Uh, Ogbene, Ogbone, Ogbene at Luton is still here. <laughs> He's on the assistant table this time. So will he reward us for a second week? I hope so. I'll be back with Tom next week um, to look ahead to game 24 and we'll review these tables. So let's hope. Ogbonne can reward us with an assist after his uh, goal uh, last time out. Anyway, he's created eight chances, uh, four successful crosses. Not bad. Should have got an assist over the last four. Um, Alvarez at Man City is next, indicating his creating role, his creative role. 23 corners he's taken in the last four matches. Remains to be seen whether he carries on taking them with KDB on the pitch. Um, and depends what how many minutes KDB gets. He's created eight chances. Scored four goals um, and two successful crosses. So he's assist imminent now. Um, so perhaps if he plays behind Haaland for a period there, these assists could come to fruition because someone's got to assist Haaland. Um, Robertson is next. Uh, Liverpool under, uh, underlying his continuing appeal because um, this includes last night's match. So his last four matches, 12 chances created, eight corners um, eight successful crosses. Um, William at Fulham is next. Um, Fulham's fixtures, Burnley, Bournemouth and Aston Villa coming up. Um, yeah, created eight chances, 11 corners, five successful crosses. Um, 
marginally should have got an assist over that period. In fact, got none. None of these players got have got an assist, even though they should. Um, so these are good stats. Um, Eze, um, who was goal scorer, Lise more the assister. Perhaps Eze could be getting some assist points, perhaps against Brighton. Obviously, Brighton have just shipped four goals against Luton. So um, Eze and Elise were both sort of marginal injury doubts going into this, but it remains to be seen how they are. I think I think the news was fairly positive, though. Um, so if you've got them in your team, I think it could be quite positive for them. Um, they'll certainly be needed against Brighton. Um, he's created 11 chances, Eze. 14 corners, three goals, four successful crosses. These are good stats and his assist could be imminent as well um okay um lot, lots to do over there um i'm gonna put my uh bus team up and i'm uh gonna have a look at see well i'll, I'll briefly mention how i'm doing i'm not doing that well gaming 22 so i'll skip over that probably um but do have a think of some questions there make sure you put a question mark on there i, I, I saw some comments saying why do i always say put a question mark on it it seems obvious but in the cut and thrust of a of a live chat um, sometimes things like punctuation understandably goes missing and I can't quite see it's a question unless it quick I quickly I can see there's a question mark at the end and I can I can read it out because sometimes I read them out live on air without looking at them properly um, okay so have a think of some questions do put them in the live chat as well you can ask me also about all sorts of things I don't mind ask <laughs> me about Cheltenham Yeovil um, uh, and of course FPL matters um, okay here is my Bus team. So, um, I'm. I basically got this team, same team with the same captaincy um, for game week 22. So you can see I've never done that badly. I haven't done that well. <laughs> I'm under 50 points. I've just tumbled out of the top 100k, um, only just. Um, and I've got Solanke and Ariola. In fact, I'm playing game week 22 to play. So I'm hoping for eight points somewhere. If if Ariola concedes, I hope it's Solanke. If and if um, Bo- if Solanke doesn't score, I hope Bournemouth don't score at all. So I'm hopeful for some points. I'm sure lots of people will be in that same. I think they're both about 50% owned near where I am. I think Ariola might be a bit more, 60%. Um, okay, so this is the team I've got set up for game week 23. Um, because of my foolhardiness of keeping Haaland, I've got all my, my city in place. Um, and so I'm going to, my instinct is to roll this. But I do have some decisions to make, particularly over the captaincy. Um, so I've got Dubravka in goal, home to Luton. I've got Gabriel, um, who is home to Liverpool. Let's hope he can get um, uh, a goal, because I don't know if he's going to get a clean sheet. Um, Pedro Porro, uh, away to Everton. Estupinan at home to Crystal Palace. I've still got faith in Brighton as a, as a Brighton fan. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, who is currently my captain, I brought him in for Salah last week. I've still got three and a half million or so in the bank. Um, and I'm going to use that next week in game at 24 to start looking at Liverpool. Um, I'm going to um, possibly, yeah, game at 24, looking at Liverpool, they play Burnley at home. So I'm going to be looking to probably use my two free transfers to get two Liverpool players in. And I'll just see, see what I've got see who I want to dump, see what money I've got. Obviously, Alexander-Arnold, Alisson maybe, uh, Jota. I think Jota's pretty nailed to come in. Possibly Darwin Nunes, possibly. Oh, I might go for double Liverpool defence. I don't know. But anyway, that's that's a decision for next week and I've got the money to do something. 
obviously, if Salah's back, I do have a contingency plan to get Salah in. Just before I go through the rest of my team, I do have a contingency plan to get Salah in. And it would involve getting rid of some good players. But if Salah's back and firing for game of 25 and there's a double, that's captaincy territory. And Saka can make way. And, and probably Solanke, um, someone like Kuna, Pedro, um, I would have to just call it, get an enabler there, but it could be worth it. Um, anyway, um, I've got a 3-4-3, De Bruyne, a Foden as well, uh, also away to Brentford, Saka at home to Liverpool, Palmer at home to Wolves. Um, let's hope let's hope the referee can award him a penalty this time. Um, Haaland up front, Solanke, who's currently my vice-captain, I think a home game to Nottingham Forest is a good fixture for him. Uh, Watkins, who could get the vice-captaincy, uh, away to Sheffield United. And then on my bench, got Ariola. Garnacho's sort of my first sub at the moment. Um, yeah, more than happy to play him. Um, but I feel that Manchester United, uh, I mean, I was, if I, oh God, if I was a Manchester United fan, watching them against Newport, I know they beat Newport, but they look poor. <laughs> um, uh, Alfie Doughty, who <laughs> was at my bench, game week 22, six points, somehow, Alfie always comes through, doesn't he? He got got me six points on my bench at home, uh, you know, home to Brighton, where I just thought, okay, well, maybe I'll miss out on an assist. I thought he'd get like four points um, or something. But um, yeah, so he got that. So I'm going to be caught out again. (laughs) Alfie Doughty will no doubt get a goal or an assist and he'll be sitting on my bench. Um, I might play him instead of Gabriel, but I just think Newcastle are going to score. I think Liverpool are going to score. I think Gabriel's got that headed possibility of, of a headed goal possibility. Alfie Doughty, I don't know. I don't know a way to Newcastle. That's a tough one. And Anderson is is last on my bench as well. Um, so, um, yeah, the decisions I've got there, I mean, as a defence, I could do Alfie Doughty on Gabriel, but I, it's not ideal. Um, but I do want to save a transfer. I'm willing to play one of those as well. Um um, the captaincy is the issue there. So obviously Haaland um, is coming back from injury. I don't think he will start. And if he does, I think he could get 60 minutes. Um, I sort of want more minutes. De Bruyne, because of the difference here. So they played Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They play again Monday. It's a big old gap. So I'm not too worried about De Bruyne's minutes there. Um, and I think he needs to get more minutes. And I do think and Pep Guardiola is going to remember that those Brentford games um, in re- recently. I mean, that the last one at the Etihad last season. And that was, uh, you know, he's going to remember that. He's going to want his top players there. So De Bruyne just feels like the safe captaincy to me. And Haaland at this stage, I'm quite happy to own. Um, and I think... I'm anticipating some questions in the live chat around it. But if you don't own Haaland at the moment, there's a possibility that you've still got the money in order to get him in and who would make way and do you bother? So, for example, Alvarez could, once again, he could get, could start as a striker and then Haaland comes on perhaps for De Bruyne and then Alvarez, you know, slips back into that role. So Alvarez still gets the 90 minutes. So he still could be the best option. Foden could be the best option, might not be. Um, anyway, I, I like having three City. It, this week is, hasn't done me, well, it's done me okay. I mean, I've got I've got captaincy points from De Bruyne. I've got some points from Foden. Haaland, obviously, just one point. But I like have I like seeing my team with that. I don't have to, I don't have a decision 
and and that's quite nice. I don't have to worry. I can sleep soundly um, with those the comfort blanket of three city. Uh, whether it actually brings me points is another matter, but I can sleep soundly, especially when Liverpool and Arsenal have a tough fixture. So the the sort of the other sort of captain candidates and other teams like Darwin or Jota, um, they could do well, but you know it's not a captainy a captainable fixture. I think. Um, okay, so that's what um, that's what I've got. Um, so let's have a look at some questions. So I'll just go back to the uh, intro screen. Um, okay, I'm going to read out as many questions as I can. Um, it's a bit, obviously a bit shorter show today because uh, it's just me and my own. And, you know, we've got a lot of content to get through. Uh, so we've got deadline dilemmas tonight. So lot, lots of uh, lots of issues will be raised and um, dealt with by our other presenters. And you're probably sick to death of me over the last a few weeks. <laughs> um, okay, um, let's have a look at this. Um, um, FPL copycat talks about a Trent to Robertson move. Maybe I, <clears throat> I think if you have Trent Alexander, I'll keep um, because because it's hard to get to him. Um, but yeah, Robertson's a player I'm monitoring, and and game week twenty three. As I said, I really want to hold. I really want to go into game week twenty four or twenty five. I want to be using. Get, I mean, I have no Liverpool. And if Liverpool have a double, I want to get them in. But even if Liverpool don't have a double, I might want to get one for that great home fixture against Burnley. But you, I think a lot, just to just to sort of go off on a tangent, um, following people like um, James at Planet FPL um, and, and and others who are who are looking at you know the fixture timetable, basically Liverpool in all the cup competitions. So the midweek fixtures are running out. They're not so if they keep staying in those competitions, they just haven't got any time to reschedule that game with Luton, which has been cancelled, which has been postponed rather in game at 26 because of their League Cup involvement. So it's got to go somewhere, and they do have a free time in game at 25 midweek to do that. So they could they could play within game at 25 that extra fixture, and then that's done, dusted, they don't have to worry about it. And if they don't do that, then there's going to be absolutely enormous fixture congestion, and pointlessly so as well when it could have been solved. So the reason I'm mentioning that because it's not a done deal that it's going to move, and also we're we're coming up to game week 23 now. Time's ticking on. You know, Luton and, and Bournemouth fans want to know. Um, sorry, not Bournemouth. L- Luton and Liverpool fans need to know because they're going to go to the matches. So, you know, people need to know, um, you know, what's going on, you know, all the organisation behind it. So they better get a move on doing that. So we might get an announcement imminently. But if we don't, I fear it might not go there at all, (laughs) which would be crazy um, and and very, very poor um, for um, for for um, for for Liverpool, especially. But you never know. But let's let's hope it does go there, because I think a lot of us have been planning um, that way as well. So um, let's have a look. Um, Blake asks, hi, Joe, I'm struggling to think of good defenders to own for the next three to four game weeks. What are your thoughts? Um, Well, I would target um, teams where they're definitely going to be playing. So. Um, so you've got to look at the blank fixtures in game 29. So game 29 is when FA Cup is going to reveal who is going to be missing a fixture. So the FA Cup games and draw 
um, uh, Praz tonight on Deadline Dilemmas is going to be all over that as well. So what you've got to do is you've got to think, <laughs> you've got to think who's going to get a clean sheet? Who could get me an attacking return as well? Who's actually going to play? So it's just trying to marry up all of those people. Um, it's one of the reasons I'm keeping Gabriel um, at the moment because he plays in game of 26. So it's the first blank out of the way. Game of 29, I don't know yet. But that's what we've got at the moment. And he's got good fixtures and he can score headed goals. So it's those types of players to look for. Obviously, I'll talk about Alfie Doughty. Those types of players at home, he can get a return. It, it was I've mentioned him this week, but he can get an attacking return any of those home games, even away games as well, because he's on um, a lot of those set pieces. Uh, I think he and Ross Barkley were sharing a lot of those sorts of the, sort of the combination of them standing over a, a ball and you know which one is going to take it. And I think it was Ross Barkley took most of them last time. But yeah, um, anyway, I would go for those types of players really. So it's more a type of player. Um, Pedro Porro retained a lot of corner duties, it was noted, in Spurs. So keep an eye on the Madison situation. Pedro Porro is still a good option, even though there is a blank in game at 26. So that is a sort of a downside there. Um, I still like a Stupinan. I still think he's a good option. And it's, it's those types of players. Trippier, I think, is a good option. Newcastle's fixtures are good now. Luton, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth up next. So, you know, co combining Trippier with Dubravka could be could pay off well. So there's lots of options there. But I think I think really it's a Liverpool one for me personally. I, I, if you don't have a Liverpool defender, I would go for them. Um, OK, uh, okay, it's moved up a bit. So let's have a look. Uh, just moving down there. Uh, do, do, do. Uh, David asks, do you think Tony is a viable alternative to Darwin? As he plays 25, 26 and 29. Yes. Um, I'm probably going to look there rather than Darwin. For exactly those reasons, he's got a double game week. He can score against anyone. Um, and he hasn't played for ages. He's clearly clearly keen to play, <laughs> as he would be. Um, he's been training for a long time. So he's not... So he's, he's sort of picking up his match fitness. But, you know, he's, he's done really well. Um, you know, goal and assist last night against Spurs. Um, yeah, I, I, I do prefer Tony and I'm going to see where I'm at. Don't 24, 25. If I use two free transfers, 24 come 25. So if I've get a, a, a Liverpool double up, maybe um, my third player might not be a Liverpool player. I do. I think I do prefer Tony. And of course, he's nailed on as well. And it's Darwin. Um, ordinarily, yes. But a few days before League Cup final, maybe not. Maybe not. It could be a Gakpo sort of game there. Um, if they get a double game week, that is. So, yeah, Tony very much on my radar as there as well. Uh, um, Man says, do we need <laughs> a Solanke hat-trick? Uh, yes, indeed. Um, Yemi asks, should we move Bernardo, given his benching yesterday? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think, I think that was just... Yeah, I mean, all Man City players could be rotated at any point. But there are certain players that are... That are more nailed on but no i wouldn't read too much of that i think banal is a really good differential i think he can still still score um you know something to monitor but do look at that as well um uh, uh abd says play doughty i think he is better yeah i mean doughty against newcastle gabriel against liverpool i mean it's a much of a muchness really it's two players that could get an attacking return probably won't get a clean sheet so i think it's a much of a muchness yeah um yeah i might do that though just because 
Um, I've been loyal to Dow- Doughty all this time, but I just I just think at home, I think Newcastle crowd, I, I can just see that. Um, I can just see him conceding. I don't know if he'll get as many chances as well. Um, uh, Shaz asked Pedro from Brian injured. I mean, currently possibly injured. So do keep an eye on team news. I'll do with Neil um, next time as well. Um, uh, just going down this. If you don't have Haaland, if you don't have Haaland, says Magic 69, if you didn't have Haaland now, would you get him now or after he gets a start? I, if you can get him now, I would get him now. But if it's at the expense of a player with a really good fixture, maybe not. Uh, I I think if I had Alvarez, I would be tempted to do make that move, even though I think Alvarez will get significant minutes. But I just think it's a move you want done, so get it done. Um, but if it's removing, say, Solanke, who's at home to Nottingham Forest, um, then maybe not this week, and maybe you can leave it a week. I mean, it's a, as I said, I mean, it's, even I've got my one point from Haaland, um, I'm pleased I don't have to have that decision because it is a tough one. But I do think, sometimes I think with transfers, like a sort of a golden rule is in timing them, is if it's a player that you, you, you look at the fixtures and the form and possible captaincy and you think, well, that's a player I want at some point. So I think I think you would definitely... you. you I don't mind making that move early because it's just a transfer out of the way. You're going to want that move. Haaland, double game week 25. Are you going to make that move? Of course you are. <laughs> so you might as well do it now. And I think he's going to get more minutes against Brentford. Um, and he, he could get some returns as well. Um, um, Man says uh, he believes that Haaland will get limited time, but he has 10 million in the bank. Oh, very good. Uh, my only problem is uh with charlison this week uh i don't um look i mean it's always a problem if you don't own a good player <laughs> so um yeah uh should do who all ah, right ivan asked have tony alvarez and watkins who to remove for harland it's got 12.4 million in the bank crazy isn't it so people are having a problem with me for keeping harland but People were effectively keeping Haaland anyway. If you're keeping 12 and a point four, that's a player. That's, that's almost a Haaland. That's Haaland without without his feet <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. 12.4 uh, in the million in the bank. Um, I would keep Tony double plays, plays in the blanks. Um, Watkins, I would keep. I think home. I think he's good. I think he, I think it's not that he's returning form. He's always had the form. I don't think his form's dipped. He just didn't get the rub of the green. And I think he could do it any week. I think it would be Alvarez. I think I would move Alvarez to Haaland because at some point down the line, I think Alvarez's minutes will be curtailed by Haaland and De Bruyne being back there. But it depends on those two playing, I think. Um, do, do, do. Haaland and Gordon in for a minus four. And that involves removing Nunes and Gross. Well, that's a tough one. But I think that's quite a very good move because Haaland, you're going to want to need in. And Gordon's at home, possibly playing striker against Luton. Whereas Pascal Gross could be playing more defensive role. Good for Sky players, for tackle bonus, but not for good for FPL. Darwin Nunes, well, I mean, people know my thoughts around him. I, even if he scores loads each week, which he is, or, or rather not this week, but most weeks. Um, I did not enjoy owning him. And I don't know if anyone else enjoyed owning him last night when he missed that penalty. But... Um, that's the I, that's the sort of 
Darwin Nunes, I don't like. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably think Alvarez removed there. Um, FPL big head gross to Gordon for free or roll the transfer. Yeah, I'd be tempted by that. Um, I'm, I, I mean, I'd be tempted even to get Gordon in um, because at least he plays in game of 25 and, and sorry, games plays in game of 26 when there's a blank, even though he's Manchester United. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be tempted to do that if you don't have anything else to do. Um, I, I, I haven't really got any midfielders. I, well, I could remove Garnacho for Gordon, which would be a, a, a nice upgrade, but it would cost me money to invest in Liverpool down the line, possibly getting Salah back. And also my weak link is Gabriel or, or Doherty, um, Doughty. He's so good. He's like the Wolves Doherty, um, Doughty and Gabriel is my weak link. So I, I don't have any weak links in midfield really, um. Yeah, I would probably do that if you can. Um, uh, James says play Gabriel or Colwell. Or take a minus four and get rid of Colwell to a Stupinan. So presumably he's already made a transfer, so this would be a minus four. Well, I'm playing Gabriel. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do that. I don't I don't mind. It's just one it's one position he could get ahead. I mean he has scored against Liverpool, so he could get he could score again. Um so I, I don't think he's going to get a clean sheet, but he could get you a goal. And that would be really annoying to spend a minus four to get a stupid hand. He's playing Crystal Palace. So once again, he could come away with a goal or an assist or a clean sheet, but he might come away with nothing. Um, Palace, Eze and Elise could get the better of um, a wounded Brighton off that Luton result. Um, Sean Arsenal, Kunku or Tony. I think Tony's the best bet because of just... Just the volume of fixtures and he's the talisman. He's always going to play. I don't know if you can say that about Nkunku. Um, Man says his problem is that he has to remove either Solanke or Watkins to get Haaland in. That is that is tricky. I mean, I I think if that if if it's one of those two players, I would wait. I think Bournemouth at home to Nottingham Forest is too good to get rid of. Uh, Watkins away to Sheffield United too good to get rid of. But then. Watkins plays Manchester United game at 24, which is not as good a fixture. And Bournemouth, yeah, uh, Solanke's got Fulham away. So he might not get any joy in that one. So I think if you're going to make that move and it's Solanke, you've got your eye on moving out, I'd probably wait a week. Um, which would be annoying if Haaland scores because his price will rock it up. Um, um, Neil asks, is Alexander-Arnold now minutes risk? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so at all. I don't think a player like Alexander Arnold, just because a young player from the academy's come in and done ever so well in a match, even he, I think he said, was surprised that he scored. Um, it suddenly is going to be dropped. I just can't see that. I just can't see that. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to do a couple more before my voice goes. Um, Gordon captaincy, Joe. Yeah, why not? Uh, I do think he. I think he is possibly the best captain. Find out tomorrow in team news whether uh, Wilson's definitely out, whether Isaac's definitely out. So if Gordon's there, he'll play up front against Luton at home. Um, and looking at all the fixtures, whilst Man City assets might be good against Brentford, it is an away game. So a home game, yeah, I, th- I think Gordon is a good captaincy shout. Uh, Supermill is Elise injured, an injury doubt currently, but we'll know more tomorrow. It does. It, they played it down basically, so it should be okay. Um, do we risk playing Trent now with Bradley in great form? Yeah, yeah, fine, it's fine. I'm, I'm still worried as a non-owner. Um, uh, I, yeah, he's, he's not going to be kept out of the side because uh, he, he can play midfield, he can play uh, fullback as well. Um, 
Ashish, pick one to bench. Palmer, Saka, Gordon, KDB. I've got to get my head around all of this. KDB, Foden, Watkins and Solanke. Ooh. One, two, three, four. Oh, that is tough. Okay. Um, so I've got pretty much that bunch of players, except I've got Garnacho instead of Gordon. And hence me not swapping Garnacho to Gordon because I'd be in Ashish's position now. And you're thinking, which one do I bench? I've got to bench one of these players. It's probably not going to be Gordon at home to Liverpool. And he's a captaincy shout. I mean, the, the sensible, well, not the sensible answer. The actual answer is bench none of them, but you've got to bench one of them. So possibly Foden? Maybe, or Saka. God, I mean that's that's really tough. Good luck with that. I would have a look on the rate my team tool on Fantasy Football Scout if you're a member, and sort of go with that, or ask people like me. <laughs> but I'm not much help. Um, I would probably say out of that lot, if you, if I had to, I would say Foden, but I would not be all comfortable with that at all. Benching uh, that. Um, FPL Freddy asks, would you play Darwin? This is a good one. Never heard this one. Darwin or Douglas Louise? Ah, it's, well, you know. I think you have to play Darwin if you own him. But Douglas Louise is tempting. I think I would go for Darwin. I just I would go for the just what's sensible, the attacking guy up front. Um, uh, duh, duh, duh. Just a couple more questions. Here we go. Uh what do you think of Gordon? Oh, just the same. Similar one about Gordon. So it's, um, what do you think of Gordon captaincy since he'll play striker? Yes, I've answered that. Uh, someone else already. Yes, I think he's very good. Um, uh, Ashish said, thanks for the advice. My head is hurting from this benching dilemma. I know. That as well. My advice. Get a worse team. <laughs> get a worse team. And then you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It's not a bad headache to have that your team's too good. That it's hurting your head. Um, but yeah, good luck with that decision, Ashish. That's a, it's a tough one, but it's a good one to have in a way because you've got lots of good players, that means. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us in the live chat. Um, do remember to press that like button and uh, do remember to subscribe as well so you can keep up to date with our latest videos and podcasts if you're not already subscribing. And have a look at Fantasy Football Scout for those latest members' offers. Um, as I said at the top of the show, we've got lots and lots of videos and podcasts coming up um, in the next uh, few days ahead of Game Week 23. And then we're back again uh, next week for Game Week 24 preparation as well. But Deadline Dilemmas tonight at 9 o'clock with Praz and Rich not to be missed. And tomorrow we'll have Great and the Good. Uh, so myself and um, Greyhead. May or may not mention Walkergate, uh, but we'll certainly have try and have a guess, see how the template's going for those uh, managers on his list um, there. And also there is uh, team news and, of course, uh, live Q&A with Sam and Az as well. So lots going on there. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, take care. Good luck with the game week. See you soon. <laughs>